Welcome to the Inside Scoop, the ultimate podcast for aspiring performers seeking to conquer the audition room. Get ready with me to fine-tune your skills, boost your confidence, and nail that next audition with your host, Julia Romano, lead expert, coach, and audition guru from Audition Access, here to guide you on your journey. It's time to step into your spotlight. Today's episode is going to be how to prepare an audition monologue. I'm super excited to share these tips with you and stay tuned for the latest. So here we go, guys. So today we are going to be talking about how to prepare an audition monologue. We're going to be going through five simple steps on things you can practically do at home or in your workspace on how to get a rich and dynamic piece together for your next audition. Why is research important for discovering a monologue, discovering an audition piece? Well, if you think about it, If someone was going to look at your life and act your life and come back to, ooh, how did they grow up and what was the situation like when they went to school or what was the dynamic with their parents or their guardians or whatever that might be, the reason why it's important to look at research is because the way someone is nurtured usually influences how they think. And when you can understand how someone thinks, you can understand why they act. And when you can understand how someone acts, you can understand why they do what they do. And essentially, us as actors, when we're performing characters, we are presenting people who have thoughts and feelings and questions and, and wonders and dreams. And it's, it's more than just the black and the white on the page they are they are people and once we start to think about them in this kind of three-dimensional way and we start to look at that research of where have they come from and how have they been influenced and how does this influence how their brain thinks and how they feel about things and what type of like of relationships they have then when we can when we can access that then you can access the psyche and you'll be at a much greater stead for understanding who the character is because you have done that research. Now, once you've done that research, you will be at such a confident place with your monologue because there'll be no part of you that is potentially confused on, ooh, should I be more this or more that? Because you'll understand who they are implicitly. Now, this isn't to say that our past makes us who we are, not not at all, but it definitely has major contributing factors. And I think if you're an actor out there who wants to kind of delve deeper into 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 the into the breadcrumbs of of the actor, then that is something I would recommend. And you can figure out how a person functions when you can go back to the very basics of how do they think and what environment has nurtured how they think. So then therefore, how do they act? Why do they make those choices? 
you can find these little breadcrumbs of knowledge and little golden nuggets about them that perhaps you would miss if you don't take a little time to look at where they're from and how they've been influenced. Because these things matter, you know, your characters on the page, they're not just a black and white marks, they are they are people with thoughts and feelings and dreams and wants and desires. And when you can really unlock that, that's when you're going to be cooking with gas in your monologue. So tip number one, look at research. Tip number two is all about the language. Looking at the words is probably my go-to first thing that I would do. And the reason that I feel that way is because I think and I feel that the writer has given you all the clues in the words that they've left on the page. So if you're feeling distressed with, oh my goodness, who is this person? Ah, I don't know what I'm doing or I don't know how to tackle this. Literally go over the play with a fine tooth comb. All of your answers to the questions that keep coming up. Why does that keep happening? Or why do they keep saying that or doing that? It is within the play itself. So whether you can get your hands on a copy of that monologue or get your hands on a copy of that play and and really, really see like what is mentioned here, what is what keeps coming up, what is important do we think to the character and why is that? Because the words are the the moments that you need to unlock and if you're at any point disregarding the importance of that and and how that unlocks the character then I think that is usually a fatal flaw in monologue preparation because especially in Shakespeare words are used for a reason and words are words are expressively written to express how the character is truly feeling. So it could be potentially that you prepare a speech that is in your own idea of what you think the character is really feeling, but it's going against what the writer has written. And if you're going to do anything in this life as an actor, you have to serve your writer so that you can serve your audience. We are not the most important thing in this in this clog in this clog yeah in this clog because um we are just the vessel of that story that needs to be told but we can almost squish that vessel if we put our own our own importance over what we think the story is and I think it sometimes can get a little bit misconstrued because of course we want to make bold choices we want to you know put our stamp on things but also I think there's a fine balance of trusting the writer and trusting what the writer has intended so how can you do that and how can you prepare that for your next monologue really look back at the language that's used what what keeps coming up What's the style of the language? What are the sentences and the words and the the structures, the 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 words that are repeated? Because the language that is where all your golden nuggets lie. So don't miss that. Tip number three. Here we go. A really important thing that I think 
is to be looked at when preparing a monologue is the physical life of the character. This is one of my favorite things to explore, especially in my coaching, is the the words and tears of a person almost. Because it's like it's like a good book. You know when you pick up a good book in a library and oh my god, that first page smell yes. But when you can feel the crinkle down the back of the spine and you can see like pages at the top folded over and almost when it's a bit wavy down the the, the edges of the, the paper you can see it's been really loved and read while someone's eating the dinner and you know stuffed in a in, in a school bag or in a rucksack because they wanted to take it away on a weekend and read it there like there are there are words and tears to characters as well the little the little lost secrets that us as actors get to unpick and present again to an audience and I find that so fascinating and I think what really inspired me at drama school when I was learning the craft of acting was that there was so much more to preparing a monologue than I ever thought and it's so exciting because when you when you get to that point where you have all of that work underneath your belt I cannot describe liberating feeling of just ah just almost like sailing with it because you know this person inside and out and there's like no worry or no anxiety of like oh my gosh have I done enough work or oh my gosh do I know this person enough you know like it's just it's just fantastic and when you look at the physical life when you go back to okay so how do they walk how do they talk? Where do they lead from? Did they ever break a bone? Or were they a sporty person? Are they an extroverted or introverted? Or how do they hold themselves? Like, oh my gosh, like, it just gets me so excited. And when I'm working with actors and seeing them curate this physical life as well, it adds such a depth, I can't even tell you to a speech. And you can tell it like automatically like who has done that work and who hasn't well it's it's really clear to me when I when I see like self-tape feedback for example and when you're preparing a monologue I would say do spend some time just even thinking about it or asking yourself the question like how does their body work and where are the scars or wears and tears of who they are and how they've grown up and how they've lived their lives and you know maybe they've walked a little bit on their right side their whole life or maybe they have a bit of a wiggle in their hips their whole life who knows but just making a choice with that and actually finding some time to explore physically what that is you're really cooking with gas again and um, yeah definitely always explore that physical life when you are preparing a monologue Okay, so tip number four, let's get it, let's get it. What I would recommend for any monologue, any speech, any audition, please, for the love that all is holy, make sure that you warm up. It is so vital that you take the time to open your body and voice so that you can fully access your genius and talent. Because when you are performing from a place that 
isn't warmed up, you are not going to step into a place where you're going to shine. You will rather be performing from a cold, dead energy that is almost dragging the the piece down itself. And if you want your audition piece to thrive and fly, then please make sure you are warmed up. And this is something that if you don't know how to do, then definitely something like Audition Access will be able to help you with. But if you do have a warm-up that you usually use and you sometimes are a little bit lazy, then all I'm going to (laughs) say is make sure that you warm up because it really, it really does help. And a little tip that I like to share with my clients is warming up in character. I think it's so, I think it's so like cool and a nice way to just kind of like step into that playful place of of story and imagination and try it next time let me know how you get on with it so tip number five here we go and the last tip of how to prepare an audition monologue is motivation when you know the character's motivation to why they are speaking you're really going to start from a place that's exciting rather than a place that's and I'm starting a monologue and I'm going to present to you, you know, and maybe you've seen these monologues done and you're like, oh, that, yeah, that felt like you've done that for the 36th time this year. Or maybe you've seen the monologue and been like, wow, like that felt so real. And the ones that give you those goosebumps, the ones that feel exciting and oh my goodness, that was so good. Or maybe you've seen a piece of theatre and you're on the front row and you're like, ah, you know, um, those moments that excite you. Those are actors that have rooted themselves in the truth of the moment by figuring out what the character's motivation is. So a really, a really big clue with this is what has just happened and what are they saying in this speech? When we look at what's just happened, I think it gives a clearer idea of why they are speaking. So again, it kind of interlinks to the other points as well, you know, doing your research and looking at the text and looking at the physical body and, you know, looking at the the life of the character. All these things added up, they they give you that full rich circle of of uh, of colours to paint with, you know, to make that canvas like textured and multicolored and um you know dimensional and with this you know when you can add all of those colors you're really going to be able to paint something really beautiful so I would definitely definitely recommend this and it's not a a tip to to skip it's definitely a tip to explore so on your next audition journey I hope you take all of these tips under your belt and you use them and yeah thank you so much for listening so let's just round these off once more to just reinforce what we've learned today tip number one do your research make sure you know where the play is set what has happened in that time frame how has this influenced how the character has been nurtured thinks and feels about things emotions people and their situation 
Tip number two, look at the language of the monologue itself. Look at the language of the play and see if you can find any clues, any breadcrumbs with the language that is used to find a deeper connection to your character and the monologue that you are doing. Tip number three, physical life. Look at the physical words and terms of the character. How can you physically explore that in your own space rather than just jumping up and holding the piece of paper and saying the words aloud? How can you find a deeper connection to how they walk, how they talk, how they sit? Little things like this because it's going to add that extra zhuzh to your monologue. Tip number four, warm up. And an extra tip on that, warm up as your character. See what happens and see if you can extend that sense of play before you begin your speech. And tip number five, motivation. What is the motivation behind the character's wants and needs? What has just happened and what are they saying in the speech right now to give you the idea as the actor to unlock what it is that they really want. And when you can figure that out, you'll be able to give your panel those goosebumps and excitement. And ooh, wow, this story is so exciting because you figured out that motivation. So thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed these five top tips on how to prepare an audition monologue. And I can't wait to share the next episode with you. If you liked this episode, then please share this to an actor bestie or potentially a person you know who is applying to drama school or national youth theatre as it may help them. Giving is one of the most beautiful things we can do here as artists and if we can pass on some knowledge then pass it out and I hope it is helpful on your journey too. And I'll be sure to see you next time on the next episode of The Inside Scoop. You've been amazing, I've been amazing, we've been amazing. See you later, bye!